Hey, yo, what's going on, everybody? We are back. It's your favorite podcast, the Retrify Gamecast. Here with my guy, the famous hobo Eli, your boy Mando. What is up? How's it going? Talk to me, baby. Bro, bro, I, I know it's been weeks. Uh, again, Christmas season, it's been a hectic ride. Bro, That's Chris, all I can say. Christmas season, it's always a challenge, man. Bro. Like... And it's even uh, worse Christmas now that we're shopping. adults. Yeah, it's even worse now that I'm an adult and I have a daughter <laughs> and I have like five or six nieces and nephews. My God, bro. Tell, tell your brothers to stop already. Come on. Yeah. Your siblings. Well, it's two, it's two on both sides. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah two yeah, on yeah. both sides. Well, three on one side, two on the other. Yeah, so I yeah, got yeah, five, yeah. five nieces and nephews. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, it ain't easy, bro. Christmas shopping, bro. Bro, I know. It's just... That's just, that's just like gift cards for everyone, bro. I don't give a damn yeah. anymore. Yeah, at this point, period. But yeah, let's go straight to business. It ain't it's easy. Been... Let's go straight to business. I know you wanted to talk about the Pokemon DLC before bro. we get into that, because I know that that might be one of our lengthier topics. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk um, about a couple... A couple of things, actually, that, first of all, breaking news. This is probably the biggest news tonight. Okay, let's go. So, according uh-huh. to an insider named Nate Drake, which I okay. am not very familiar with him, so I, I'm not I sure. I before. I'm not sure how viable his info is. How trustworthy his sources are. Just gotta wait and see. But yeah, go ahead. He said that a new Banjo Kazooie game is coming. Okay. So let's start with that. Okay, okay. Hold hold on. From what I saw on Twitter, I Uh haven't heard of this guy a lot named Drake. The name sounds familiar, but I'm not exactly, you know, I, I can't pinpoint it. From what I read on Twitter, a lot of people seem to be like, okay, if he's saying it, it's most likely legit. So okay. I'm assuming I'm assuming it's a trustworthy source. Now, Again, if, if I, I want to I have a couple of questions to ask. I'm not sure if I'm interrupting you, but if I don't say no, no, it now, no. I'm probably forgetting. Go for it, bro. So it's an insider, but the question is, is it a remake? Or is it an actual new game using the old school mechanics and done yeah, by who? Exactly. So that's the information that we actually want. I mean, it's nice to find someone, especially an insider, that said yeah, yeah. that's it interesting. Is coming, you know? Okay, because it's been t- more than 20 years. It's been over 20 yeah. years. Um, uh, since the last 25? good, 3D good one, we do not talk about nuts and bolts. That's a bastard yeah. child that never existed. The, so, the, the last good one that wasn't actually a, a 3D game was um, the Grunty's Revenge. So on, Grunty's Revenge, yeah. On, on and that was GBA. for the Game Boy, yeah, GBA. Um, and I think there was one before that one on the Game Boy, like the original Game Boy. I just can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I think, I think there were like two... Um, for the mobile uh, market, but okay. either way, it's kind of weird, you know why? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you remember that earlier this year, a new, so, you know, news broke out that 
somebody, a developer uh-huh. at um, Microsoft, said that they didn't think there was an audience for... for yeah, I think we did mention it a couple of weeks ago. And it's like... Okay, so either the guy was talking shit out of pocket mm. yeah, just, uh... shit, and he's probably fired right now because I called for them for, to, to have this guy fired when I heard that shit because it's that's mm-hmm. an egregious take to just mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. there isn't a market for Benji Kazooie, bro. You would be you would be flat out mentally disabled to even <laughs> have that thought, bro. Let alone <laughs> actually put it out of your mouth. You know? Yeah, he probably he probably doesn't have Twitter. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have yeah. Twitter. So it's weird because the guy said that, and now we get this saying that oh, uh. You know, a new, because this is the key word, new, Banjo-Kazooie is coming. So, I'm assuming assuming it is either Banjo-3E, which we're all hoping it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It makes more sense. Or if it's just, like, something completely brand new, not going to follow, like, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. Okay, but again, I would hope so, though, because the last one was... Now, what I will tell you is this. It was Dumpster Juice. What I will tell you is this. Please. I know people can't see it, but please do not use these designs, bro. Please, no. Please, no. I would totally agree for them to use the models from... Smash. um, From Smash. Models from Smash, bro. Beautiful. Beautiful love letter to Banjo-Kazooie, bro. Like, it was perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I cannot complain. It it, ta- it gives out like the same or a similar vibe to the ones on Xbox, but yep. better and sharper and more obviously to a love letter to the old ones. But exactly, again, so, a guy can only hope. Microsoft, is, please hire us. <laughs> that is please, please, you need it, bro. Lord knows you need it. So yeah. Here's hoping, you know, we actually do get a new banjo because we, because Lord knows it's about time, bro. Like, bro, we need it. We definitely need it. Which, by the way, how how long ago? Now I, I'm curious. Bro, banjo Tooie, banjo Tooie came out in like '99 or like '98. So. Uh, two thousand. So yeah, it's been two thousand came out ba- banjo Tooie. Okay, so yeah, Banjo yeah, Kazooie yeah. was the one that came out in like '98 I, or '97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, because the N64, years. the N64 came out in like what '64? Uh, '64. Look at '64. '64. <laughs> wow. '94. Yeah, Sorry. My grandpa was playing video games back then. Yeah. '94. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry because I think it came out the year we were born. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me see. N64. Bro. Came out 96. 96. In Japan. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. And it was 97. And North America. No, kidding. Which one came out in 94 on. then? I'm pretty sure there was a Nintendo console that came out in 94, but I can't. So, remember. 
June 23rd, 96 in Japan, September 29, 96 in America, and in 97 it was in Europe and Australia. Okay, 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 okay. Would have never guessed. I think That's it was awesome. I think it was I think it was Pokemon that came out in '94. Like, oh uh, yeah, that's blue. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Pokemon. But I digress. I Enough of the history lesson. It's been yes. years. Please start developing, and please just just keep it. Keep anyone that's not from Rare away. From please. the development, please. Please. Because we don't want another nuts and bolts. No, no, like, no we don't. We honestly don't. For, for those types of game, you need people that have at least some level of creativity. This Like, Banjo-Kazooie is not a, a cinematic just... franchise like God of War yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Like, don't make it, don't try and make it something that it's not. Just keep yeah, yeah, the yeah. charm. Like, not every game needs to be a Marvel movie. Not every yeah. game needs to be, like, you know, explosions and looking like a freaking Michael Bay movie, bro. <laughs> like James Cameron's <laughs> Yeah. <shit. laughs> right? Just, you know, just keep it just keep it creative. Keep, keep its charm. And just let Rare work with it. Again, I... I would take the new cinematic things like the explosions and shit if it's still fun to play. Exactly. If you take that away, it doesn't matter if you put Robert Downey Jr. on it. It's not going to work. Well, nah, it's not going to work. That's facts. It's facts, no. It's just... So... Nah. Good. At least, you know, we're, we're ending the year on a good note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hopefully, this has some traction to it, and we see some sort of announcement being made eventually. And obviously, we do want it to come to to Nintendo. So please put it out for the Switch, since we please. know you know Microsoft has the rights to it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Again. was, bro, I that's the one thing I will never forgive Nintendo for. For selling Max. rare to Microsoft, bro. Like I, I don't know, I don't know what they were thinking. Like honestly, I don't I, know. I don't, I don't know what what they were thinking at that point in time. I have no clue, honestly. I have no freaking clue. Now, another good news. Yeah, hit me with it. Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door remake uh-huh. just got rated. Today, actually, okay. early this morning. So it's a good sign that it's most likely going to come out early this next year. Okay. If I'm going to predict the launch date, I'm going to tell you right now. Because I already put it up on Twitter. March. I feel like it's going to be the 15th or the 22nd of March. Okay. That sounds that's that is that the sounds most, fair. That is the most plausible date I feel because it's see Nintendo like they they know what they do with certain type of games when they drop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door remake doesn't strike me as a summer release. Nah, it's an early spring. It's an early spring release. You know, 
people you've you already you've already had like a couple of months after the holidays people are you know they got their bag in check again yeah you know? yeah yeah and it's like bam let's get it yeah yeah so we got I, the goods now i feel like mid march is a really really good date for paper mario to come out it sounds video, like you said it sounds video games reasonable. that come out in march so very very well um a lot again, of like the games that come out during summer uh -huh. for whatever reason it's not that they don't sell well but they don't sell as good as they would during the holidays or fall or spring for whatever reason you know mm -hmm. so hopefully it, let's hope let's hope hopefully we get it by march it sells a lot I have a feeling it will sell a lot. I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be putting their money out for... I'm not surprised. Again, it's the thousand-year door. It's been their best Paper yeah. Mario so far. They're all good in their ways, but perf the uh, the thousand-year door was perfect in every single way. It wasn't long enough, but it wasn't short enough to just get people uh, bored. Exactly. It, exactly. The characters, the side characters, everything like it yeah, was. Even fun, even like period. even like the side missions from like the the board. I don't remember the name of it right now, but you had the board with like the different side missions and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just kept, it was a game that just had a lot to offer. Yeah. For what it was actually, again, I didn't play it on release date. It's. I wasn't a huge Paper Mario fan back then. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it here, but my fish, uh, my fish brain doesn't remember if I did. Uh, I mean, honestly, I I don't I. So I didn't play it at launch. Actually, mm -hmm. Paper Mario Thousand Year Door was gifted to me. Okay. For I think it was either my birthday. I think it was my birthday from my stepdad at the time. Um, okay. And I had played the original Paper Mario before, but, okay. you know, I was like, I like to say I was like, what, <laughs> 10 years old? Around 11 there, years 10, old. 12. So I wasn't like keeping up with like all the gaming news <laughs> and whatever, you know, yeah, 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 magazine yeah. and all that type of stuff. So I didn't even know about releases or anything. So, I just get it gifted to me. I think it was my birthday. Um, and I open it up. I see it. And I'm like, damn. Looks cool as fuck. Pop yeah, it yeah, in. Yeah. Bam. Instantly hooked. I'm like, I remember. Yes. Yeah. It's like that, uh, that, that scene from Ratatouille. <laughs> when yeah, the yeah, food yeah, yeah. critic is trying out the food and he flashes <laughs> back to when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. Um. Again, I think I think I spent like twenty. I bought it like for twenty dollars or so on Walmart. A steal, uh, like bro. A steal because a copy of Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door for the GameCube today in today's market, bro, they are selling that shit for like three hundred, four hundred dollars on yeah. eBay. And I and I still have like all of those games, like in a um, an old school video cassette yeah. uh, case. Like I have probably like two hundred. Um, GameCube games. Um, but again, 
I think it was, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty, I'm 100% or 80% sure it was my first RPG. Yeah. So at the time, I didn't like the fact that it had a lot of dialogue. But, bro, I just read through it every single time yeah. I played the game. It was just chef's kiss. And I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, um, one last thing before we do head into the Pokemon DLC. Okay. So, some people were talking on the Twitter sphere, and uh-huh. Team Asano, which is um, the people that have been in charge in Square Enix of developing games like Bravely Default, Octopath Traveler, Triangle Strategy, and all these uh, different mm-hmm. HD 2D, you know, games. Okay. Are saying that they may have something to present probably nope. in January. Okay. And it will most likely be the dun, remake dun. for Dragon Quest 3. Okay. Ooh. So, all-time a- classic <laughs> Dragon Quest 3. Supposedly, they're doing the HD 2D thing with them. This has been like this has been talked about for a while now because it's not yeah, even yeah. like speculation at this point. Like it just hasn't been announced yet, but people are mm-hmm. people have talked about it so much that it's like, bro, this is happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, finally. Like, where there's smoke, there's fire, and it's been smoking for, like, a a year or two. (laughs) Like, a year and a half or two. I'm not even kidding. So... That pork is just dry by this point. That skin is crunchy. That that skin is so crunchy, bro. If you just bite into it, it turns to dust. Mm. That's how crunchy it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's been in there so long, it got freeze-dried, bro. Bro, My that's God. fucking crazy. No, but that that is one game that I would be very, very <laughs> interested in playing because I I really like Dragon Quest. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite all-time RPG series. But mm-hmm. there's just something about Dragon Quest, especially Dragon Quest Eleven. I loved Dragon Quest Eleven for the Switch. It was just so oh, good, and yeah, I yeah, spent yeah. so many hours on it, bro. Like freaking loved it. And to know that there is going to be, because here's the thing. So uh-huh. we got to keep in mind when it comes to like these remakes or whatever that they don't seem old to us because we lived through it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We've lived through all these releases like Final Fantasy VII and all that type of stuff. But we got to remember that we're almost 30 years old, bro. I know, bro. So I know. There are a shit ton of people that, that, haven't were, played. that were born way after us that haven't played any of these games. Yeah, they probably no, will never play any of these games if they don't get remade because they're like really, really retro games, you know? Just to put it into perspective, everybody born on December 29, 2000, they're basically 23 years old right now, bro. Yeah. Just let that sink in for a minute. Yeah. 
So it's like you we know that these kids weren't playing banjo tooie because they were born in two thousand. Banjo tooie exactly. came in in two thousand. You know, they were fresh out the womb. They weren't grabbing an, an N sixty four controller and playing mm-hmm, banjo tooie. Definitely. So let's they say that the first titties. time. <laughs> let's say that the first time that they played a video game. That, that, that it's, it's I mean it's facts. It's facts. <laughs> let's say that the first time that they grabbed a video game that they played a video game was when they were at the least five, six, five or six years old like at that point the ps2 was all the p the ps2 was almost out the door the ps3 Basically, was yeah. out was was right there so yeah yeah it's like these people born in 2000s they didn't. They didn't, probably didn't play any of these games. Yeah. They were basically playing either Ratchet or Clank. Um, exactly. Exactly. Pikmin Ratchet what, three. Yeah, Ratchet <laughs> and Clank, Sly Cooper. Um, yeah. They were playing Sly Cooper three. Well, so they, yeah, it was not, like, even, not even not even that. Yeah, not even like Sly Cooper one or anything. They were playing like Uncharted or whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's but not still. It's not like so. Having these games remade and basically introducing it to a whole new generation, you love to yeah. see it. The money is there. Um, although I also feel that it is a challenge, obviously, because a lot of people nowadays, they play more like games like Fortnite and Call of Duty, and unless yeah. they're really like cinematic games, they don't really get into them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is their loss because you know not everything is cinematics nah. and whatever. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a lot of games out there that don't even look good enough to be played, and they're just masterpieces, yeah. bro. But but you know, we're we are hyped. Hopefully, we are excited. We are happy to see them back. We are happy enough that we're almost 30 (laughs) and this new generation is basically old enough to drink now. But damn. uh, But yeah, we're excited. We're happy for them. We're glad that we're that they are getting relieved. So that's basically everything that I have on my end for today. I know that you wanted to talk about the Pokemon DLC, so I'll Bro, give you the reins this time I've, around, and I've let's get into the it. Living heck out of it. There's a couple of things that I haven't touched on yet, but bro, I gotta admit it was the best DLC we've gotten in a long time. Okay, let's start. Let, let's just start. I love the fact that I actually had to hustle a little bit on this one because every trainer was in their 85s, 80s, 78. Um, So yeah, like right off the bat, if your Pokemon ain't up there, level 100 or 90, bro, you were going to have a difficult time. So as soon as I walk in, I walk into Blueberry Academy. Um, you're greeted by Serrano, which is the headmaster, yeah. director, whatever you want to call it. And you meet with a couple of the 
of the characters that you meet in the TOMS. Which, uh, um, what was her name? Carmine. 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 Yes. So you meet with Carmine and a couple of characters, yada yada yada. But what actually caught my eye as soon as I actually walked in was the fact that there's a couple of trainers with their Pokemon like right next to them. See a Magmar, you see a Torchic. It's like, bro, this is gonna be fire as soon as you walk in. Yeah. So, anyways, I walked in, they teach you about the terrarium, how it works, like all the different biomes, it's like coastal, savannah, um, polar, and uh, what's the other one? Dude, I completely forgot the other one. It's coastal, polar, savanna, and uh anyways, I completely forgot the other one. It wasn't that yeah. impressive for me. So again, the division between all of them, it's just perfect because it's like a little circle. The map is huge on itself, but the different sections keep it fresh because you'll always find something interesting or fun to do along the way and you get your Rhyhorns in the savannah uh section biome Rhyhorns, pyroars um your flygons your trapinch bro exquisite line or selection of pokemons it's just fire in the Bro, coastal they one. have Flygon, it's automatically a win because Flygon is one of my favorite Pokemon. Bro. Love the shiny version. Loved it. It's it was one of my mains when Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald came out. I don't blame you, bro. Like it was I fell that. in love with it during the Jirachi movie. Bro, Flygon is my boy. Bro, so yeah, you're gonna enjoy this one. Um so when you're actually so when you actually jump onto the coastal biome, you'll get your tentacruels, your slow bros, your um what's the name of the little bird on uh, Alola? Um I know the, it's Toucan in the last evolution. But I forgot the other two. Um Yeah, but the Toucan basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Toucan line, it's there. The two cannon, the two cannon line, it's there. Um, there's this little squid. I forgot his name too. I'm horrible with names. And you notice, yeah, <laughs> uh, that on generation seven, is it generation seven or was it generation six? Wait, so you can actually have to turn around the, the little squid thing that you actually, before you evolve it, you have to turn your system around. I don't know if it was for the Switch or for the DS. Oh, that was probably for the DS, and if it was, it had to be Alola. No, 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 no. I don't think it was Alola. Um, so that one is on, like, it's in the... You'll find Wait, you're, in talking, the... you're talking about the octopus that's, like, a fighter? Um. No, 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 no. No. It's literally a, a squid. You actually turn your system around when you're trying to evolve it, and it evolves into the next one. I forgot its name, too. Is it the squid um, that's like really ugly that looks like a freaking not uh, like he's on drugs? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a dark type with uh 
Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, it's on the coastal biome again. There's a. Let me see if I can actually find the name because I, uh, I'm gonna be attacking myself all night if I don't remember the name. Uh, so and uh, NK, it's the name of the Pokemon. Yes, NK. So he is on there. So again, the selection of Pokemon is just on point. Anyways, back to like just leaving the biomes for a while because again, you'll see Skarmory, you'll see Bear Tick. Bear Cub, or is it Virtue? Cub Chu, yeah. Bear Cub, like what the Bear Cub idiot? Like what the <laughs> heck am I called, bro? Like I'm, a, I'm stupid. I'm bro, horrible. Not with even, names. not even game even freak. Close. Not even game even... freak would dare name like bear that Cub Chu instead of Cub Chu. Name it Bear Cub. Cub. Bro, that's too lazy, even for bro, that. Bro, even for me, it's lazy, bro. <laughs> so. Um, bro, there's so many Pokemons though that it, I, it's just even ridiculous. Like I think the Pokedex, the Pokedex is 242. Damn. Okay. So it's two more than um. Well, Scarlet and Violet. The Te the Teal Mask. Oh, okay. But I think that uh, Scar Scarlet and Violet is 400. So basically, the two DLCs give you. 400 Pokemon or 402. Yeah, because yeah, so, at this point, at this point, and sorry to cut you off, but it's not gonna happen. No, there are so fine. many, there are so many Pokemon at this point that there is not one single game that will give us like every single Pokemon in no one facts, game. Bro. Like it's there's just too many. Like there's a mm. thousand plus. Like, what did it end at with um <laughs> I know it ended with before Scarlet and Violet came out, with Sword and Shield, the the fucking horse with like the the other cal cal calorex was calorex it? yeah 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 calorex yeah, yeah. um mm. that Pokemon ended up being like the one thousand and one no 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 lies it the wasn't Scarlet and Violet before the DLC Scarlet and Violet. The last Goldengo was a thousand one. Was a thousand? A thousand and one? I don't I, remember. I think either way, bro. Thousand plus Pokemon. There's there's no way that they're gonna put a thousand Pokemon in one single game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, there are too many. But again, on this one, they got close. Like yeah. they basically. Oh, and then like the thing, the thing is, and the, that's a whole other issue, because. Yeah. People love their, you know, their respective Pokemon or whatever. So it doesn't matter what Game Freak does. They from now on they will always get criticized for the Pokemon that they put in. Yeah. Because somebody's favorite is always going to be left out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to put it as to perspective. That's just facts. To Togepi is in on the game, and Togepi's been on Pokemon since Gen two. Yeah. For every single for one every of them, like in their lineup, one. so, so yeah, they had to cut Pokemon yeah. out, and I don't blame them. Again, it's a thousand Pokemon, but 
another thing I wanted to touch up on. So once you go through all the biomes, which by the way, I just remember the other one, it's the canyon biome. <clears throat> you get all your fighting types, all your rock types, yada, yada, yada. So anyways, so after I went through the whole terrarium and stuff, I decided to go directly, like I jumped into the 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 Elite Four of the actual uh, yeah. Blueberry Academy, and I gotta say, I I enjoyed every single one of them, but Drayden just freaking pissed me off, bro! Like to an extended level of hate that I'm not even. He just sucks, bro. No, no, he's a great trainer. I it's been a while since I've actually had a little bit of competition in a Pokemon a game. Yeah. But again, you get your your Crispin or Crispin or whatever it's called. Because yeah. I, again, I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, he's a little more more joyful type of cook trainer. We should stop the Gold Fire type Pokemon. Nice battle. No complaints about it. It was, it was nice to have them. You got Amaris, which is basically uh, a steel type. Is she? Yeah, she's a steel type. Cool. But again, her character, like her personality was like talking to a robot. I don't know why, but it felt odd for some reason or another. So she was like very straightforward. Like, yeah. Square shaped. I don't know. It was just odd talking to her. But again, her battle wasn't that much of a big deal either. So fine. Then Lacey was okay. She was more of a fairy type um trainer. Nothing out of the ordinary. Just jump in. Poison type. Fine. Whatever. But Drayton. Bro, even his <laughs> challenge was a fucking pain in the ass. So every single one of them has like a challenge type of thing. If I'm not mistaken, Crispin was uh, a spicy sandwich cook-off or something. That's yeah. actually make the spiciest sandwich, whatever. Then uh, Lacey, what was hers? Uh, I forgot what hers was. It wasn't that complicated either. It didn't took me too much. Um, the steel type one, uh, Amari's, was to fly through like a certain path of circles in a certain amount of time. Oh uh, yeah, so like one of those time trial things. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. And uh, Lacey's. Uh, let me see what was it because I can't remember. That's how Indigo Disc. Uh, da, da, da. But Drayton's at least, bro, I was. Bro. What so, was Drayton's challenge, though? So, for the th so you actually had to fight three other trainers before fighting him. Okay. And uh, you couldn't have any Pokemon. You couldn't fight them with. The Pokemon you brought from other parts of the game. Like oh, they have to be so it's like, wait, wait, they have to be catching the biomes? 
Yeah. So, but you can't terror raid or like it had to be caught in the side of the biomes. Yeah. So each one of them had a, a, like a different type. I think it was ice. Uh, I think it was electric or steel type. Yeah. And another one I just can't remember. But yeah, it was another three different one. types. Another one. So it was three different types. Each one had like two Pokemon, and you have to just. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought you, when when you started saying it, I thought you were gonna say it was like the Pokemon Factory in the Battle Frontier, where you okay. just basically can't use your Pokemon. You're only allowed to use the Pokemon that they ran out. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, That's yeah, actually yeah. catch. Yeah, catch them in the biomes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it was a pain because at first I was like, but I caught this one in one of the terror raids inside the biome. But then I look through the actual Pokemon's like description and stuff. It says caught in a crystal cavern. And it's like, what the heck? Like, ah, oh, great. So you have to go back, grab whatever Pokemon, fight these three, and then you had a chance to fight Drayton. And uh, again, and do you was... fight him? Do you fight him with your Pokemon? Yeah, you can fight him with your Pokemon. So okay. it kind of made it a little easier, but. Bro, he had all dragon types, so you know it's gonna be makes sense. A yeah. fucking menace, like a fucking menace, bro. So he has the 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 two new Pokemon, the two new dragon types, um, in Archeladon, I think it's how it's pronounced. It's like the the evolved version of the dragon type that we got in Generation 7. Like, it was like a tower-ish thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duraladon. Duraladon. Evolution, yeah. So, him and we get um, Applin's new evolution. Yep. And, uh, bro, he was... He was a pain. So... You get that. You get Sceptile on his team. Bro. Bro, uh, Sceptile. I would have beat the shit out of him, bro. Because Sceptile's my boy. What the hell are you doing with a Sceptile on your team? Bro. Bro. It, it was dope to actually fight him. I'm not even joking. Was it? No. Wait. Hold up. Kind of confused now. No, he had... Uh, Arkeladon. Kieran had um the the Applin's evolution, if I'm not mistaken. Was okay. it? But yeah, again, uh all his dragon types were just fire, bro. I, I don't know. There was something yeah, I mean, about it. Like, spoilers in that Kieran kid, bro. He like he, he kinda like his status got a little over his head, man, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. It was like he was like acting up, had to bitch slap him into his place and be like, nah, bro. Bro, again. Bro, who is you? <laughs> and you are so actually having him get this bad guy twist was okay. Yeah. I, I can't say he was a better, a, a better antagonist than N. <clears throat> no one probably will ever be. But he's the better, like the second best antagonist we've had so far. Because no. K 
Can you remember who was the one from Sword and Shield? Can you remember the one that was on... I mean, Sword and Shield didn't even actually, like, have a, like, quote-unquote villain. I mean, it yeah. was the chairman, and then after the chairman, it was the the two douche, rich douchebags. I don't even remember. Like, the, the Sword and Shield here. Um... But aside from that, like, no. Like, no. And I will give you that. N is, without a doubt, the best antagonist in a Pokemon game. When it comes to anime, I'm still giving it to Paul. Oh, facts, bro. Paul was because, just a dick. And I, and I love... It's not just that he was a dick, bro. Mm. It, it went beyond that because Paul was the exact same opposite of Ash. Yeah. Like... Their philosophies in and of itself of how they go about Pokemon, catching yeah. and training Pokemon and everything about Pokemon contradicts each and every yeah. single thing that he, that that they both, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they were polar opposites, period. Yeah, they were polar opposites, period. And it just made it so good. And it created one of the... Well, not not one of the the single greatest rivalry in the Pokemon anime. Period. I, I'm not and even I, discussing I Gary, it. but Gary was just a douchebag to ask. No, he he's was like, a complete douche. He's like, he's like your your childhood best friend that always has like the better stuff than you. He just keeps like yeah. rubbing it in your face. You know, basically that was, that was Gary. Um, and then this other idiot from from Kalos, uh, Elaine. I don't even remember her. Elaine. <laughs> Elaine is the kid and the one with the Mega Charizard. And no, uh, can't remember. Honestly. Uh, either way, he's like the Mega Evolutions guy. All his Pokemon okay. Mega Evolve and whatever. But uh, yeah. He doesn't he doesn't stack up. He doesn't stack up. He was good, but he doesn't stack up. But yeah. So yeah. so again, you get Kieran at the end. He's like this new version of himself he trains pokemon everybody can't compete with him blah 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 so <laughs> he makes it through the elite four he becomes the champion and once you get to blueberry academy they ask you to actually join the rankings so you can take him out of his champion yeah. position because nobody can beat can beat him, so... <laughs> and you, I just walk up in there and be like, nobody can beat mm, this guy? Exactly. You guys are you, fucking trash, bro. And you wipe <laughs> the floor with this guy. Like, you wipe the living shit <laughs> on the fucking floor with this guy. Is this and, your king? <laughs> I'm gonna make a bitch out of him. So, you beat him, and then he kind of goes into a shock, like, fuck, I... I lost. How? How do I yeah. lost to this guy? So, anyways, you become yeah, the saw, champion. I saw that gets... saying that after you beat him, he has like a mental breakdown and shit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You yeah, can't yeah, believe yeah. what just happened, and it's like exactly. So, anyways, then after that, you actually jump back into the Teo Mask, um, Indigo Disc storyline. To go back into Area Zero and find the treasure, quote unquote, of Area Zero, which is, I imagine, 
Terrapagos. Terrapagos, exactly. So you get Kieran, Carmine, uh, Blair, and yourself to go down. They give you the permits, yada, yada, yada. So you head down. They Well, before you actually head down, um, Gita gives you this disc, this indigo disc, to go back into Area Zero. Excuse me. So you go back into the lab, and um, the the machine that lets you in detects that you have the indigo disc. So it's requesting you to put it in, you put it in, <clears throat> and then it sets you, sends you lower into Area Zero. So it's like a cave of, obviously, the Terra's crystals or whatever. Yeah. And you start fighting uh, stellar Pokemon or stellar form Pokemons to actually go through. And once you get inside, you find Terrapagos. And as soon as you jump in, Kieran grabs grabs the Master Ball and catches Terrapagos. And he fights you with Terrapagos. And he still loses with Terrapagos. He then tries to catch it again. And remember I mentioned that there, we weren't going to see the Master Ball be... Yeah. Um, it was going to be like, we wouldn't see it as we saw it before. That's what they meant. Like, the, the Master Ball can be breaking out of. So, again, you beat him. You catch Terrapagos. He joins your team. They leave. You find the Terrasher for Area Zero. But... Man, Kieran is just a douchebag, man. Mm, that, kid's, yeah. that kid's a douchebag. Yeah, like, he's I do asshole. all the work, and then he pulls out a Master Ball. He's like, I'm going to catch it first. Catch this motherfucker. Like, see, so, man, this is why you lose. This is why you are trash, bro. Exactly. This is why you can't so, beat me. Like, so they thank you for it. Um, when it finishes, Blair gives you a white book with the details or what the stuff that actually happened in Area Zero when you actually went down for Terrapagos. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she gives you the book. And the actual thing that I enjoyed the most up until this point, it's the fact that if you went back after you caught Terrapagos to the pool, um, like the terror pool on Kitakami. Yeah. You walk in with Terrapagos, like a cutscene comes out and it just, there's like a shit ton of clouds or fog that comes out and you meet with either Turtle or Sara in the yeah. pool. And it's like, where the heck am I? So they started ask you quest- asking you questions like, where are they? And who are you? And what's going on? So you explain to them, like, this is what's happening. You ask them about their family. And they say that they haven't had time to spend time with their kid. Because they're investigating Area so Zero. So are they like ghosts? No, they're paradoxes. Because they're investigating the paradox forms. And paradox forms... Are real Pokemon, but in different timelines. Okay, so, so it wasn't just so. So I thought that paradox forms were just Pokemon made up. Well, from I thought the it, past, from the past, exactly. like dinosaurs type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, obviously, yeah. with the chain of evolution and all that type of stuff. 
you know, whatever. No, no, but these are Pokemon that just are from a completely different timeline. So basically exactly. another dimension. Exactly. Okay. So you meet up with this Turo and um, they are you guys are talking about the book, like in this case, in my case, I was uh, Violet. Yeah. So we're talking about the Violet book. And your character mentions the white book that Blair gives you. And he asks you asks you if you can trade books. So he gives you his version of the Violet book. And you give him the white book or this new updated whatever shit. And you talk with him a couple of more minutes. And the conversation ends. And then the screen goes black. And it shows the main screen again. And you see, uh, in my case, a Violet book or Scarlet version yeah, of Scarlet, Scarlet book, book laying on your desk when it's like almost dusk. Bro, it's just like, it, it, it was the perfect closer for a game of this aspect. Yeah. Because again, it gives you the, that same vibe uh, with um, the same vibe that gave that... Um, Ocarina of Time gave you. You remember when you get the this the Song of Storms? You teach oh, yeah, this yeah, guy, yeah. and he teaches you back the song. So it basically creates a, a paradox. Exactly. Basically, where it's like, who came first, the chicken or the egg type of situation. Exactly. So it, it kind of explains you that you both are, par or not both of you, but the whole paradox Pokemon stuff. It's not just on a single timeline, but it's on different timelines. Because before you actually go down to Area Zero, or once you're in that section of Area Zero, there's a desk, which is the professor's desk. And he talks about meeting someone in, uh, in a pool of crystals somewhere far away. So it's like, this thing hasn't happened yet. So yeah. when you go there... You actually give them the book, so it it points out that maybe <clears throat> you're not talking with that professor itself, but some other professor in a different timeline, and that kind of creates the paradoxes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah it was a dope ass closure. For I mean, it. Now, that, now that we think about it, we look at the name; it kind of makes sense, though. Yeah. <laughs> when it goes to like you know, paradoxes or whatever, it's like, you know what? How did we not piece this together? Obviously, Exactly, paradox, it was like right different there. Different timelines, yeah. <laughs> but again, it was very interesting to actually see uh, Game Freak play it out that way. Yeah. So, again, then after that, no, I they decided actually, to... They actually did a good job of the story to start this time around compared to yeah. what they did the last time with Sword um, and Shield. Sword and Shield, which was just completely bland and devoid yeah. of any like real like story character development yeah. or anything yeah so after i finished the whole story i went back and finished the blueberry quest which bro they're a fucking pain in the nuts so with this blueberry points or blueberry academy points or whatever they're called you use that to actually upgrade your your terrarium 
So you need like 1,200 points to get all the starters in all the different biomes. So it's like 3,000 points each section. So you... Yeah. 1,000. Um, and there's a couple of quests that, again, you have to buy. Uh, they're not quests, but there's like upgrades and you can change your... Um, your club itself, like it all has like four or five or whatever they are, to different aspects. And again, it's not a bad thing that you get these type of um, these um, the customizations is the word I'm looking for. But the amount of work you have to put in if you do it by yourself, it's like 10, 20 points, 30 points. If you actually jump online and you yeah. have friends, it's probably it 10 times fa- it, t- it takes a long time if you do it by yourself. If you yeah. actually jump online, it takes half the time or probably a fourth of the time because you get 10 times more BPs okay. while playing it with people. Again, if you don't have friends, like we do, like we, like you we do. It's a fucking pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> so I actually joined a couple of discords to find people to figure this out, and yeah, it took me like three hours to get all the, all the actual points to buy everything. Yeah. That's not bad. But again, if you do it by yourself, it'll take you a whole eternity. So it's not <laughs> worth it. So. Yeah, that's yeah. something that's something that I'm like not too not too keen on. Yeah. And it's I know. the fact that they're basically like they're basically obligating you. Yeah, yeah. To have friends. To have no, friends. No, I don't. I don't want to. And to like, they don't play Pokemon. And to like play with other people. And it's like, bro, let's just keep it like you know, it doesn't matter if you're playing alone or with friends. You can still have fun. Exactly. And don't feel like you're grinding, like you're grinding levels in a fucking RPG. Exactly. You know, <laughs> it's just stupid, bro. It just it pissed me the frick off. So, anyways, so with these B point BP points uh, or blueberry points, um, you can actually uh, ask for tutors, and they're the gym leaders from yeah. Aldea. So they come over, you talk with them, yada, yada, yada. You have a fight. They trade you one of their Pokemons. You can trade them whatever you want. It doesn't actually matter. And you can actually well fight all of them. There's a couple of extra I haven't even gotten into because, again, too much time, too much stuff to do, and it's not even worth it. Um, Or not yet, at least. I went directly for the for the Snackworth uh, challenges or research or whatever it is. So Snackworth, it's a character that you can actually find in the main area of Indigo Disc once you finish all the story yeah. things wise, and he gives you a different snack for a different legendary. So depending on the amount of single or group challenges requests you do he gives you one so i think it's 12 um group challenges and i think it's a 130 single uh challenges requests but again 
the the prices are just fantastic. Yeah. You get Sabdos, Articuno, Moltres, Entei, Raikou, Suicune. You get Kyogre, Gridon. Um, I forgot his name again, bro. I'm so fucking horrible. Oh, Rayquaza? Names. Rayquaza, yeah. Bro, how can I forget Rayquaza? How can you forget Rayquaza, bro? Bro, I... It's that time of the day already. Oh, um, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Ho, Lugia, Larios, Larias. Um, we got Sogaleo, Lunala. We got Verizion, uh, Cobalion, uh, Terrakion. So, so basically have, like, a lot of shit ton of the trios. Yeah, so, so shit, most basically, of them. Basically a shit ton of the trios except for the ones that are fucking actual gods. <laughs> exactly. Basically, yeah. So you don't have the Dialgas, the Palkias, the Giratinas. Yeah. You they, don't they... have the Xerneas or the uh, Yventals, which basically exactly. life and death, the gods of life and death. So basically every single trio of legendaries that are yeah. still in the spectrum of exactly. humanity. And the, the, exactly. you know, not the ones that have transcended into freaking but... godhood. Yeah, because remember we did get Palkia and um and Dialga a couple of weeks ago through uh, with terror raids. Yeah. So it was actually pointless to just send them back out again for no yeah, reason yeah, at all. Yeah. But yeah, um so you get Cup Chu and you my get my favorite legendary Cup Chu. Or how my friend my friend that Cup... the book, Bear Cub. Uh, it's not Cubchu, it's Cubfu. I keep, it's like, bro, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> it's going wrong with me. It's like, now I remember the name that I said Bear Cub like, earlier. Come bear on, cub. I, I'm just stupid. <laughs> bear Cub. Uh, we should make a meme out of that one. Here's my new favorite Pokemon, Bear Cub. That's probably going to be the name of this episode. Yeah. Bear Cub is my favorite Pokemon. Bear Cub is my favorite Pokemon. Bear Cub is my favorite legendary. (laughs) Oh my god. So, and then uh, the other thing that actually that I wanted to talk before we close it off because we're almost a little over or close to the hour. So, the Synchro Machine. You actually can play as your Pokemon, like if it were uh, on Mystery Dungeon. Uh-huh. And bro, you got you can make some crazy shit with them. I'm not even joking. That actually sounds Go- pretty interesting. You can actually use Goldengo to surf around the region just because um, their animations, bro... Blastoise, he can actually swim with rocket jets coming out of his shell. Bro, I'm not even kidding. Damn, that's cool. There's some shit. Like, again, I've seen a couple of them. I haven't even tried it because I haven't caught all the legendaries yet. Like, I'm missing the quest from Snackworth. But, But at least there's a couple of them that actually caught my eye. Um... You did you actually you did actually play um excuse me um heart gold and soul silver right yeah or one of the uh, one of the other 
do you remember the animation um, Logia has on the on the actual title screen, right? He yeah. goes like waving. Oh yeah, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That it has the same same animation yeah. when it's swimming, bro. bro. Amazing, game... ama- amazing callback, bro. I yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, game Freak kind really did them outdid themselves on this one. So yeah, there's a shit ton of things. Um, the newer, like not the newer, but the new models for the third forms of every single starter has more textures to them, have better looks, if I can put it like that. Actually, <clears throat> saw Blastoise, his newer model with um, Sword and Shield's model. They look completely different, like completely different. The Sword and Shield one, uh, Blastoise hands stay up all the time. In this one, he actually keeps his arms down. No. The water cannons, you can actually you they he can actually use them as actual water cannons oh, now. Yeah. Um his shell, if you actually close up into it, you'll see like he has different like scratches and marks on its shell, like it's been down. Um Venus or skin looks more realistic now. The leaves on his back look more vivid than just plasticky. Um, they, bro, so they went they they, actually, like they they actually put a, a small amount of effort. Yeah, 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 and it looks it, it, you can actually a hundred times better. Like if Fox, they actually yeah. if they actually put in fifty percent effort, even it would yeah, look yeah, yeah. it would look amazing. Yeah. yeah, but again, for a Switch game, it looks incredible. So I'll give them props for that. I I, I usually talk shit for about them for being lazy every once in a while, but yeah, this time they actually put in the work. So I'll give them that. It was completely worth it. The story was great. So yeah, I, again, I still haven't finished capturing the twenty six or twenty seven legendaries. Yeah, but at least I got. The first three, two, three trios, which was no, the first two, uh, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos, <clears throat> and Entei, Suicune, and Raikou. I caught those first, and I got Meloetta, so oh, we're nice. good. Yeah, so, so we're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all I can yeah. actually remember that I could fit in an hour. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hmm. I think we covered. I think we covered a fair amount. Yeah, again, we haven't had a chance to record up until this point. Again, Christmas yeah. season, being adults. But other than that, yeah, we've. That's been rough. And I got over. We been, but we we went through. We powered through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've made but it yeah, through. I mean. 2024, this is, I'm forgetting that this is the last episode of 2024, bro. Of 2023, I'm sorry. Wishing yeah, everybody yeah. a great new year, especially you, my guy. Here's Same hoping year, my guy. to some more great gaming news. Yes, sir. Here's to more releases, more surprises. <laughs> we will be keeping an eye out, and we will obviously be talking about it here. So please just make sure to stay tuned. My guy, Eli, 
always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to be here, I'll my be guy. I'll talking to you next week. Yes, sir. In 2024. <laughs> I, I won't see you until next year, but you know. Yeah, but again, by next year, I should be able to forget about the whole Bear Cub thing. Yeah. And I'll have a new different legendary Pokemon. So. A new favorite legendary <laughs> Bear cub. <laughs> Bear cub. All right. <laughs> All right, my guy. I will be talking to you later. Take care. Peace out. We out. Peace.